Pregerton. Uh, oh, you went out. He start. He that was the second try. Actually, I don't know if you guys caught that. I did catch that. Oh. There was no second try. That yeah, was that, just one long one. No, was that, that was long? Nice. No, that was me at first, and then he came in with his. Wait, you started in this too? I did. I went. Uh. Well, you straight peaked Im- immediately then. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Here, don't worry, I got you this time. No, don't, don't. Uh, no, and it just again. goes away. Stop. Welcome back, everyone, to Sinister Semantic. All right, I'm about to mute this guy on the server level every time we invite Greg from now on. Welcome to Sinister Shenanigans in Space. Getting, we're nearing the end of our big long journey with the dream team. But first, uh, I'd like to know what happened last time. Because why are you guys in a ship heading to a, another plane? We started combat at a charity event, and we dropped hell upon them, literally, uh-huh. with Hellfire and what's your what's your one called, Ethan? Uh, unspeakable presences. Unspeakable oh, presences. Uh, and then we got the Gok Daddy incapacitated. Gok Gok. And Gok Goks him into a bag. So then we could take him back to our ship to get some Gok, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, and then we realized that he is uh, Finger Gun's dad. So we go meet with Finger Gun's and get attacked by a bunch of snipers, and then Cameron decided that snipers are no fun and pulled every one of the snipers off of a building and made them have no fun. Yep, they splat. So we killed all them and then said, hey, finger guns, come solve your daddy issues, and then they couldn't solve them or something like that. Well, it turns out it wasn't his real father. Oh, yeah. Well, it's because his father is a title, and you guys got wrapped around that. Well, then why do you call him daddy? I know, oh, right? He called him father. Mm. He always just called him father. I heard daddy at one point. As you maybe guys maybe it was because he was getting the gok gok. I yeah, think that were party-wide, nobody realized that it was not a blood thing. Yeah, I thought for sure like there was some... He I conception. It. I described somewhere. the Gokudo originally. Oh, looking back, looking back, yeah, sure, it, it was there, but like we still thought. Yeah, I know. Like uh, this guy just happened to be family business. It's yeah. not normally. I should have named all the generals sons, and that would have made it way more confusing. Wildly, because you guys would have been really confused why Kaber had somehow spawned a a reptoid and a Kasathan and. All these other people. Yeah, because then I, I go and ask, and I'm like, real serious question here. How do, you, how do you with the and have the human mm-hmm. option? The same Adoption. way, a, the same way a gnome would pop out a kid with a human, right? Can a gnome and a human have kid? And they're like a race. You are asking the wrong person. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I'm about to look it up. 
you guys, you know, y'all, you guys basically went against what I thought was going to happen. Y'all didn't kill the Gokudo father, and and then you guys didn't kill Finger Guns when he was supposed to betray you guys, but he didn't because you guys are bros. Um, and then y'all have sort of made this temporary pact with the father and the son so that they can resolve their issues as long as you take care of Quay Kozak. Yeah, dog, we can't, uh, we can't have no daddy issues. Yeah. Bum, bum. Not in here. And with that, you guys are turning around and taking off into another plane with your chaos cells because you guys want to chase down the gith. How many inspiration did E get for that? For which one? His daddy issues. One of my. Yeah, did I gave he, him one. Did he got one right. He got well. He got one for the ant for like the checking for scrying, which was like a smart little correct. Play. No, I meant for the daddy issues part. I mean, oh, everyone man, gets my. inspiration because you are level seventeen, so I'll have to bump all y'all's numbers in a second. Hey, Cameron, okay. did you ever think of a feat? What for? For me? Did we talk about this? No, no you weren't in defeat. I have plenty of feet picks for you if you're if you're oh, gosh. in defeat. No, give me ten seconds. Well, Just give get three improved minutes. initiative. No, that's boring. I got iron will. <laughs> Dude, I hate boring feats like that. I cannot take a feat that's plus two to this. I'm like, ugh, cringe. They're just too boring. They're great feats, don't get me wrong, but they're awful. awful I started boring. I started worshiping with God just so I could get a feat. Right? That's that's the kind of thing I'm like, all right. Character yeah. development, etc. Um character development for the character that had no development. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he didn't write a backstory. No backstory. Well, you should have fixed that, but here we go. He's just a plant, bro. He's just a plant. I mean, the only backstory we got is is Gene. Oh yeah, I forgot about Gene. Gene. Yeah. Um anyway, let's get into this. So, as you guys are like getting ready to go to the maelstrom. Um, Andrin, you know, our uh, dragon bro that's here somewhere on the ship. I don't know where mm-hmm. he is. That, that useless dude. Dragon bro. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's over here. He, uh, he comes running up to you guys and he's like, oh, guys, I just remembered something from thousands of back, years back with my father. It was sort of a, a, a riddle of sorts about getting to the gith. Oh, you think you should have told us that before we punched it? Uh, well, you're going to the right place. That's all I know. Uh, but uh, oh, the, the riddle went something like this. Uh, we reside not in a realm renowned, but between them all. Leave the gaze of the skull moon. Only there will you find our island of solitude. Uh, what was the rest? Uh, <laughs> our fortress stands tall and sagacious. Gilded. So Gilded with lights of gold and silver. That sounds like photos. Beware the journey. Our home is still welled with chaos. At least so I think that's what it was. So full moon uh, is definitely a, you know, we gotta go find the gaze in that bar. I don't know where. Wow. You no, did not, not just. Okay. Not Perfect. full. Not just oh, be a gay bar. We're doing not, it. It's not a full moon. I said skull moon. Uh, Skull Moon, Head, Gay Bar. It's right here. What? <laughs> the yeah. Fortress Stands Tall. That's obviously a ween. Gilded oh. in lights of gold and silver. Totes ween. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's some, 
by the way, that is something I was supposed to give y'all, like, I don't know, months ago, and I forgot. <laughs> that was supposed to be the clue to, to lead y'all to the maelstrom, and I totally forgot to tell you that. <laughs> I can only blame Ethan for this. Yeah, but what? Uh, but okay. All right. Here's another. Let's go for another paragraph of exposition and story here. So, you guys activated your chaos cells as you guys left the orbit of Aura Prime. They furrowed out and out beyond your ship, and you see your co- your cockpit light up with a new interface for these chaos cells. They glow glyphs written in various languages from the other planes all surround a holographic sphere give me a piloting check and I need to know whoever does piloting how many of these languages do you not know okay so 42 on your check yeah and um, I put abyssal aklo celestial common infernal aquan Aaron, ignan and terran I know the language of every plane. I know a couple of these. I have done that thing where you forget to pick up new languages as you go. Hmm. So well, how of, many? How many right. left you got to add? Of this list, I have Aklo in common. Um, I have one, two, three. I need to add four more languages. I would have picked up Abyssal, but other than that, I definitely wouldn't have touched anything off this list. All right. So what was the list again? Well, I might have grabbed Celestial too. But yeah, it's, who, it's whoever is doing the piloting, so y'all can't really help. Mm. Yeah, I would say that I would have grabbed Abyssal and Celestial off this list, and that is it. Okay, so that'd give you four. Yeah. All right. I definitely wouldn't have grabbed anything else. None of the elemental ones. Alright, so in that case, the DC would have been 35, so you pass. Nice. It was 30 plus 1 per language you don't know. Oh, well, I passed no matter what, I guess. Yeah, I guess, but it was a fun little experiment. Um, you guys see space around these sails begin to warp in tears in reality form. But this isn't this isn't as simple and majestic as entering the drift. It gives you a feeling that's unnatural. You feel your body morph slightly as you witness your surroundings change. You see skies, oceans, mountains, and fire. Boys, and then, I'm pregnant. Oh, God. Wow. I think that's how this no, feels. <laughs> Wait, aren't you a Raxalite that's supposed to be able to get pregnant? Aren't you the receiving side? I am. Yeah. So it's possible. Uh, and then, boom. A vast, endless ocean of liquid quintessence that freezes and evaporates without warning. You are in the cerulean void. What? Oh. And now we're going to look at some visual aids. Because we're getting metaphysical in this, and it's going to get confusing unless I show pictures for you guys. Um, so you guys have basically crossed the inner sphere, and you've entered the outer sphere. So there's a picture up here at the top. And basically imagine all the planes of existence is sort of like a like some sort of fruit or something. So you got like the skin, the meat, and then you got like the pulp and seeds. Uh, like an onion. Onions don't have seeds. Oh, you're doing it wrong. Well how do they grow then? The whole thing <laughs> uh, but Ow. imagine there's two seeds in the center 
each one is the one is the material plane and one's the shadow plane right and then the pulp around that is like all of the elemental planes and then all of the meat further out up to the skin of this fruit is the astral plane which houses all of the other outer planes sort of along the edges along the skin so the picture that's up there which is i think that it's like the default pathfinder picture um the only thing that's annoying about it is it's a picture of a two-dimensional circle and this is a three-dimensional base so you kind of have to think about it yeah such is the fight yeah any everything make that all makes sense right Mm. sure sure all right um let me grab there's gonna be a bunch more little pictures all representing basically the astral plane and thereby the maelstrom because in in my lore because it's so confusing to me the maelstrom is technically the ether of chaos that isn't a set plane like hell or nirvana or heaven or so and so on it's sort of like the space in between all of them maelstrom uh, it's it's kind of like on the outside of all of them because everything dissolves into it yeah and it's, then it's, it's reborn through it, it yeah, yeah it's, it's very, very it's a very confusing thing and i spent way too long trying to read on how it should be physically vis- visualized it's basically a three-dimensional ocean by that i mean like there's so, I was me, about to say, continue. aren't all oceans 3D? <laughs> yeah, but it's like three-dimensional in the sense that you can you can you can you can swim across the top of the water, quote unquote water, going up, down, left, right, instead of just only going. You know, if you go up or down in normal ocean, you go underwater or above water, right? Whereas in this reality, like I said, it's an endless ocean of liquid quintessence that freezes and evaporates without warning. So you can imagine like a, it's like a giant ocean in every direction you look um all right let me continue so you're in the cerulean void your chaos sail harnesses the sea of quintessence to travel just so you know uh Mm -hmm. to give some more visual descriptions scattered periodically you see this liquid form into say crystalline forests you might see crystalline forests suddenly start to melt like candle wax into a shallow brine sea of jewel-like icebergs and those sublimate into a vast parched desert basically this this liquid quintessence this liquid chaos that surrounds all of you it's constantly shifting and changing states and not just like liquid gas and solid it's like changing reality states becoming completely different realms it's changing electron states yeah in the but in this realm you can you can still see the outer edges like shores of a faraway beach but yet they're not as far as you expected to see them and the farthest reaches you can actually see a spire of endless length reaching out to a central singularity that is this the inner sphere where you guys just came from no photo yeah that spire is a uh, phrasma's tower that's your wing bro yeah, that, that's hey, my wing um, near this fire you see a moon-like structure that looks like a skull. Oh well, we are here. Um, so, what do you guys do? You guys, um, you guys warped here. You're in the maelstrom, basically. This endless sea of chaos that you know you can see all the outer edges. You can kind of faintly see all the other planes, but you have a feeling that if you just start going that direction, it'll take longer than it looks. Like, like there's dilation to distances. 
I don't understand what that means, Ethan. I don't see what he's talking about. Is he whispering to you? No, he's drawing on the map. Uh, which one? There's like 20 of them. Don't Stop worry that. about it. Stop that. Yes. Uh, oh. I, I also see it, Ethan. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, oh. I, I poured oh. through like hundreds of images of the Maelstrom from D&D, Pathfinder, Starfinder to try and grab what I thought best represented what I pictured. Just complete chaos. Yeah, I mean, it's chaos, but it's in the sense of like, it's, you know, you see, you see the chaos forming into things mm-hmm. as well. Right, right. How else do you get an Ouroboros? Yeah, this doesn't look like a gay bar. Okay, we're obviously not going to one. I know I mean, you had your hopes up. And this is the realm of chaos. I'm sure there's a gay bar somewhere. Oh. So, okay, <laughs> leave the gay. Our riddle is leave the gaze of the skull moon. Only there will you find our island of solitude. Uh-huh. You almost rhymed that, man. Uh, I know. I tried, and then I was like, I'm not going to try. Yeah, I don't blame you. Uh, okay, so we need to find the skull moon, and then we need to go behind it. Agreed? Uh, we, we're there, aren't we? Because he said it's a skull here, right? Well, you it's, can, it's off it's, in the distance. Yeah, it's off in the very far distance. Like, you guys are in the maelstrom or the astral plane of the outer sphere, and it's like, it's the same way, it's this. It's the same size, if not bigger, than, you know, the material planes of the universe. So it's huge. It's, it's infinitely huge, but yet you can still see the edges. That's what I meant by dilated distances. Mm-hmm. Like you can see the end, the ends of this plane. It's just just so that way I can give you visual aids, I guess. So it felt like you were in like the, mm-hmm. the mix of everything. All right, punch it straight behind the moon. Yep. Found it. Let go. Ew. Yee yee. Okay. Uh, you guys start traveling. Um, give me a. Does it rhyme with smiling? Yeah, I was gonna say, give me a piloting, and then give me like a two d six. Forty three, and on your double d six, I got a five and a four for a total of nine. Okay, so this traveling is gonna take nine hours before Oof. I get to the next little segment. Um, so <laughs> you guys start traveling in a direction. I'm guessing you're. Are you heading at the moon, or are you trying to go around it? Uh, we want to get on the backside, so. Okay. fastest path there I guess straight to it yeah so you start trying to like head towards the moon and maybe steer one way or the other to try and start getting around it you know you don't want to get too close um cause I mean you don't know what this skull moon is do you no uh well we know I mean Cameron has an idea but uh, if nobody wants to know that's fine um what is the skull moon I don't yeah, know whoa 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 you have to roll a die you gotta roll a die to know <laughs> I was fishing for you to roll a die so I could tell you what it is. Will culture tell me what the skull is? Yeah. I was going to say, honestly, culture might. 33. It's like a knowledge religion thing, kind of, right? So that'd be mysticism for culture. Yeah, or mysticism. Uh, The skull moon is Groitus. Yeah, Groitus. The god of apocalypse and end. Whoa. It is physically a god? He is physically a god. Basically, he orbits... The way the lore works is that he orbits the spire of Phrasma, and as he orbits, he gets closer and closer. Phrasma is where all the souls go to, right? It's sort of like, not purgatory, but it's sort of like the river sticks in some mythology. Yeah, it's like, it's where all the souls go and get sorted to their, you know, their destinations. And eventually, 
the skull moon will collide with the spire, and when it does, basically all reality dies. So what do you think are the chances that we can kill him and absorb the power of all the souls returning to Quag and pimp-slapping him into oblivion? Uh, not likely. Slim. <laughs> it's okay. been done by now. Fair enough, yeah. fair enough. Uh, um, but yeah, man, nine hours, you know, as you, these nine hours of flight, just riding the waves of chaos, um, you get to a point where you're like, you should be able to, like, see the side of the moon but the moon is still facing you. Is, is, he, is he looking at us? Is it facing the tower? <clears throat> it's, it's more like it is, uh, it's just... Is he tracking with us? Yeah, it's like he's tracking. It's like, it's like you're looking at a painting and the eyes follow you wherever you go. All right, how big a flashbang we got to make for, uh, for that stop happening? Oh, yeah, for the moon. Hang on, here you go. Here's what the moon looks like. It's a, this is technically a picture of the the spire and bone yard but it's got, the moon. it's got it's got the skull moon up there too the boner yard whoa yeah as you see it's more like a sphere with like a gaseous looking thing that comes out to look like a skull yeah is that but, the same skull in the picture below it no oh i don't think so i was gonna say which one i don't see a skull in the one below it. this one yeah, kind of looks like a skull it looks like a little bit uh i thought um, that was a shit Yep. Uh, but no, the uh, you get the feeling this you get that same feeling like you stare at a painting and it it looks at you wherever you go. Mm. So. Okay. How do I uh, know how to get around it then? Um, what what would that be? Give me a mysticism. Mysticism. Uh, I rolled a two on the die for a thirty-one. Um, I'm not you can also mystic. do a culture. All right. We're about, we're about to make up. Where there's going to be a little bit of a homebrew lore for the Outer Plains. 24, that's not too good. Uh, no, that's roll. As you guys are traveling, uh, you guys notice... So like I said, the center of this whole astral plane is this singularity, this black hole looking... You know, it's got an event horizon, and it's that's the inner sphere, right? Respect. It's kind of in the center. Um, the spire itself is kind of extending outwards, heading towards that sphere. Um you notice on the other side, if you could think of it that way, right? The boneyard's in one spot in this giant sphere of the of the outer spheres, the outer planes. On the other side, you see like a little shadow going across whatever plane it is over there, whether it's you know hell or Abaddon or whatever. All right, I eat the um, break. Turn around. Yeah, basically, there's a there is a place where over yonder. Yeah, there's a place over yonder where the skull moon is eclipsed by the inner sphere. And y'all didn't roll high enough, but I would say there's like a lore reason for that. Or there's like a, not a lore reason, but there could be a lore implication there. That, you know, you're out of sight of the god of apocalypse. Yeah, that makes sense. Seeing the horizon, I turn us around. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you guys, you guys head that way. Give me another uh, 2d6. Eight. All right, eight hours. You make eight hours of progress, and yeah, you start to you start to eclipse the inner sphere with the uh, skull moon, and we'll say a couple more hours go by, and as you travel to a place where you can no longer see that moon, now eclipsed by the inner sphere overhead, what? You see an island. I mean, there's islands everywhere, but you see an island in the sea of chaos and randomness 
there's a dense fog or haze sort of obscuring your view, except you can see a fortress sort of glinting and shining, gold and silver. Oh yeah, give me a d12. Anybody want to get it? Something's about to happen. I will get it. Nope, you beat you to it. Nat 12 on a d12. Wait, I'll act... You know what? Because it's a 12, guess what? Roll 12 has a roll again, so we'll use Dre Stars on the next one. I can't believe you. We could have rolled an 11, Jeff. Nah. Is 12 not good. roll twice? <laughs> oh, do you want two things to happen? I can do two no. things to happen. Let's just... Let's just... That, that's normally how they work. You know, it's like roll twice and ignore any result over, but... We'll take the 11. Okay. Well, now it's two things are happening technically. It's just oh, snap. so the 12 first. Uh, um, as you guys are traveling, you know, every now and then some stuff inside the ship or somebody kind of a baleful polymorphs or something for a moment, almost. You know, the chaos is just warping reality as you go through it. Uh, but at one point, whoops, wrong thing. Um, at one point. Uh, let's see. Let me just think of something. Go down here. Aha. At one point, you guys hear uh, Arbane and Mito kind of yelp in surprise upstairs. Because I'm assuming you guys are in, like, the cockpit all just staring in awe this whole time watching. You know, just... Because you could sit here for hours and days watching chaos form things. But, um... Upstairs, you find... Cyrilla and Mito and Dr. Dork sitting on the floor where there were supposed to be couches and chairs and a TV. And rugs? They have merged. And the rugs. Yeah, I better not be losing rugs, Jeff. Take them all uh, away. The dragon, the dragon rug's gone. What? Um, what? And in their place, there's a giant chest just sitting in the middle of y'all's, uh, y'all's ship. Freaking giant mimic. freaking mimic box. Did you say we all go upstairs? I assume you do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the sound of a eek. Yeah, they all eeked. Movies. I, I am. Had a, I had upstairs to the absolutely map. livid that this dragon rug is gone. Like, my it's blood gone. is boiling. Soon we'll be oh, able to that. turn back time, bring it back. Uh, Maybe it's inside the mimic. The Mimic? Mimic. Maybe. Hear me out here. Maybe the dragon rug was a mimic the entire time. I told y'all we should never have trusted that dragon. It was like the magic carpet. Except it's the mimic carpet. What is a perception? Nothing. Mid, I don't have perception. Nope. You You, you accidentally blinked and forgot to open your eyes again. (laughs) (laughs) He He saw the rug gone and he just closed his eyes. 31 perception. Alright, yeah. Perception 31. Uh, it's a box. Detect oh. magic. Do I get it? Uh, there is some magicalness to it. Do I sense I mean, vibrations? Mm. Can I tell it's alive in there? Uh, no. Does E feel its thoughts or hostile thoughts? It correct. Uh, no. If I pee on it, does it get upset? Hmm. No. If I goo on it, does it get upset? Why? He's making a mess. I walk up to it. Well, if he pulls his wing out, I'm going to smack him. (laughs) I walk up to it and I open it. All right. You open it. 
And You're attacked by millions of teeth. All that magic aura that you kind of sensed with your detect magic uh, suddenly erupts in a form of wild magic. And suddenly you guys can't hear anything around you. I accept. Like as if affected by like a sphere of silence or something. If, that, if that's a thing. Now, is this the you can't hear anything outside of the sphere, or is this inside the sphere? There is literal no noise. Inside the sphere, literally no noise. Now, so, does telepathy still work? I would think so, because that's in the brain. That's in your. That's in your. That's in your noggin. Like my bullets in your noggin. But yeah, you open it, and inside, you know, after this little moment of like, whoa, there's, you know, there's no sound at all. Um, you guys see a block of UPBs, the size of a chair, twenty thousand or two hundred thousand to be exact. Uh, and there's like an idol, like a glowing idol, but it's sexy, <laughs> of a of a of an ooze. But it's I put sexy in quotes because it's it's an ooze that looks sexy for some reason. We each get forty k UPBs. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Oh, sexy. Just like that ooze down there, man. Yee yee. You're making me ooze, Jeff. No! Yee yee. Not my fault. Oh, uh, uh, what? what? You huh, wrote what? it? Huh? Huh? I wrote it, but I didn't think about them doing it. So hang on. I don't know how not. Jeff, this is literally all I do, man. Yeah, I know. Um, as you guys grabbed your UPBs and divvy it out, um, who took the idol? The idol is like a bulk so it's like a 10 pound trophy looking thing size i grab it okay okay it's it's, uh it's very warm to the touch i rub it like a genie lamp wait how Um, many how many uppies each did we just say we got 40 40 40 40. oh that's easy if i move with this glowing idol does the sphere of silence move with me no. Oh, Fear of silence is just emanating off of whatever magic that, that was holding that box together. How far does it go? 60 feet. If I walk outside with this glowing idol, does it start screaming? Yeah. Yeah, it will. Don't ask me how I know that. Um, no, but it stops being warm. Take it back in. I stand outside the sphere of where I know the barrier is and I stick it back in. It gets warm again. Stick it in. And it's probably been a couple of rounds by now. Uh, the, the Sphere of Silence is gone, and the statue is no longer warm. Hmm. I cast the check magic on the statue. Um, it is magical in some sense. What all does detect magic do? Uh, detects magic. That's about it, I believe. It just Okay, yeah, it's magic. There's magic like on, to, this, on the idol. If I cast Pressurize... Okay. On, on on somebody or just somewhere? No, just in the room. Okay. Away from people, and I stick the idol inside the magical pressure bubble. Does anything happen? Well, it gets really hot. Hmm. Hot. I would like to miscasism it. I got a 19 on the die for a 48. Um, like yeah, the idol... figure this haven't, one out. If you haven't figured it out, it's reacting to magic. Correct. Yeah, that was my whole thing. <laughs> um, Crystal clear. What level is actually what is what level is pressurized? One. One. Okay. Yeah. Then yeah, it got really hot. 
I guess actually it got warm again because I think we'll say that the wild magic also is kind of yeah. Yeah, you, your mysticism basically I'm getting at is that the stronger the magic that it is affected with, the stronger reaction it has. Hmm. You know, we so got a six of off. No. I was about to say, if I cast unspeakable presences and shove this in it. Is that what you do? Nah, no, I'm not. Oh, no. Please don't do that. Absolutely not. Okay. I would like to cast dancing lights and have four lights uh, rotate around the idol, please. Okay. The dancing lights is like a cantrip, right? So, Indeed. yeah. It's like a zero level. So, yeah. The, this, yeah, the idol's warm now. It's I warm. will. I only did that because that's the first time I've ever used this spell. Wait. <laughs> I think you tried to use it before. I will dimensional anchor level four this idol. Because that's the only thing I got that can target a uh, object like this. Okay. Give me a D100. Aside from dispel magic. Give me give me a D100. D honeys. Oh, 86. Um, who's holding the idol? Callius? Yeah. Yep. Uh, I'm about to take Callius. heat damage to my hands. No, yeah, like it gets really hot. I mean, it's, but it's not, it's never painful. Like, I mean, it, it gets hot enough to make your palms sweat with this fourth level spell. And you suddenly feel like something was cast on you. On me or on me? Or his knees? On I try to teleport. Callius. On Callius. Uh, you're fine. You can teleport. Oh, so Dimensional Anchor didn't do anything? Not to you. That, he cast it on the what, Yeah, that's not what you got Yeah, but you said with. you felt like it was cast on me. Something. I, said it, I felt like something was cast on you. Would oh. we be able to identify what was cast? Gosh. Yeah, another mysticism. Let's mysticism that. 38. Um, you feel like you have some sort of spell or magic cast on you that makes the next spell on you reflect. Oh. Yeah, yeah. What? So the next time someone pops off on you, it returns back. Yeah, I cast this... mending on the idol. What level is that one? Zero. Okay, but it it's, will it's repair it. Warm. Yeah, it's just warm. But it, it there's no you don't roll it again. Um, yeah, it does. You don't have to roll another die. So far, mm. a fourth <laughs> level spell has popped off, but a first has not. Hmm. Nor has the zeroth. Right. Right. <laughs> do you have an idea or do you want to let it roll and see just what happens if someone's holding it during like combat or something uh, oh, I'm just going to hold it during combat yeah, All right. we're definitely about to do that well perfect timing then because uh, suddenly mimic comes alive nope not a mimic uh, actually the magic holding that box together now that it was opened the box just dissipates and turns into a rug quintess- quintessence where the freak is my rug, Jeff? It's, it's probably halfway in the middle of the maelstrom. It's gone. I don't know what to tell you. Um, oh my! That was the most ornate rug we owned, Jeff. It was like a it was like a patchwork of like fur rugs. Yeah, Look, it was sexy. You traded the worthless fur rug for this magic idol. We should be thrilled. Yeah. Uh, I'm not thrilled, Jeff. Yeah, you should Cam. be. Respect. I slept on too many hard grounds growing up without a father. Yeah. And I need my comfort rugs. Which apparently was the this rest supposed of to be your fascination with rugs? Was Alias that needs his blankie. Exactly. I need my floor blankie. Keep them feet warm. Dude, I need my flank steaks. I feel like you should be more infatuated with futons or something. 
I didn't get to sleep on a futon. Yeah, but just the ground. Yeah. Uh, all right. I'm gonna stick to what I what you guys had rolled. So suddenly, this. Well, yeah, better. We rolled it. I know. I was just looking over it and was like, hmm, interesting, and reading the stats on it. Uh, suddenly, this being. Whoops, too big. Nope, that's reason, right to me. No, some reason roll twenty has started doing this thing where it thinks objects tokens are are, are huge. Uh, suddenly, this large being in like a little suit, but he has two like conjoined bat-looking heads. Suddenly, just teleports and warps into the middle of the ship, and he's holding a briefcase, and he's like, "Oh, what? Guys, who are you guys? Who are you? Which head who? do I speak to?" Who are you? Yeah, which yep. that's poke. Uh, the the one on the left, the one on the right's just screaming and like, uh, shock and awe. Just ah! okay. Two rules of engagement here. Number one, I need your second head to shut up. Number two, if you don't attack us, we don't attack you. Welcome aboard. I don't like that rule. Number three, what's in the briefcase? <sighs> Number four, who the heck are you? Number five, what the heck are you? <laughs> uh. He goes, me, I'm I'm just a traveler of the plains. Are you a salesman? Let me ask you a question. No, are you a I lawyer? I am a salesman of sorts. Does that mean you're a lawyer? No, it means he sales, man. Lawyers? Sailing on the seas. Are you I a am. seaman? Oh, no. I am not a seaman. I... Did you come from semen? I am a salesman. Oh. Alright, you... what are you trying to sell me? Sell us why you should remain alive. Wait, rewind. You never answered number four or number five. Exactly. Which ones were four and five? Because you Who like the heck off. are you and what the heck are you? Yeah. Who and what? Uh my name is Adiko. Uh sorry. What was your name? Stop it. Adiko. You did it, Jeff. Hey, Dick. Oh, you are teeing us up right now. <laughs> got it. Uh, I can read. It's like, my name is Adiko. Can I call you Richard? <laughs> Richie! Uh, we, we, can we, if I, how about, does Dick work? Because <laughs> I, it doesn't matter. My name is not of importance. What matters is, are you up for a trade? Maybe. What are you again? Bro, a trade? You said you were a salesman. Wait, what are you again? Aren't all sales just a trade of goods? One could say that. Now, what are you again? I hail from the realm of Abaddon. I believe. Wait, let me make sure. Abaddon? Yes, I hail from the realm of Abaddon. Oh, so you're one of them things. Gotcha. Yeah, predominantly Abaddon denizens are like daemons. Yep. Not demon, daemon. You know how you become a daemon? You die. You die a special death. So, Adiko, what'd you want to trade? It's anything you like for this briefcase. What's in it? That's the trick. You don't get to know. What are you willing to trade for the unknown? One UPB. Is that all? I walk out of the room. Three is he holding the briefcase or is it like sitting on the ground next to him or like he's on a tape? He's holding it. I literally did just motion with my hand like he's holding it. Nobody sees me. Right. I walk out and I, I let everyone know like, hey, I'll be right back. Don't take this deal yet. 
I walk out. I get a briefcase. I put something inside of it. I come back. <clears throat> this briefcase. Interesting offer. Am I right? If that is wish, is that a, if that is what you wish to trade, so be it. Is that what you're gonna do? You're gonna trade briefcases? I can I detect magic on the briefcase. Uh, sure. Is there any magic? Yes. Hmm. Now, does it seem to be resonating from the briefcase or from inside the briefcase? Uh, let me read. Give me a second. Okay, this is a very useful distinction, I feel. Yeah, let me read. So I'm thinking in my briefcase is the toaster. So I don't know who uses that, but you're out a toaster. Um, you hear, I- uh, you hear uh, Auntie in the distance go, Where's the toaster? Auntie, if you've ruined this deal, I'm going to come smack you so hard. Sorry, Dinatus. Good answer. Anyway, so there's the toaster. Um, there is a couple tablecloth, a placemat, uh, a random piece of art we've picked up, a glass yeah. of water. A glass, yeah, well, not a anyway. cup, not a yeah, bottle. So, okay. Um, the magic seems to be coming from inside the briefcase. Okay. Is he gonna nuke us? Oh, Is he this already a magic went up by nuke? Now. What do you say? Fair <laughs> trades? Briefcase for case? Or he's holding out his briefcase with his other hand out. Free to you don't know for I don't know. That seems good to you. Are you asking him? Yeah, I'm asking him. No, he. I mean, he he already stated you you offer whatever you want, and he'll give you the briefcase. I'm about to get a toaster. Any objections? No, no I'm gonna see what happens. I hand off our toaster. All right. And a glass of we'll water. Hand off and give me a will save. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Broski, you should have been the one rolling this will save. What me? Was that? Yeah. Is this a mind affecting effect? Uh, nope. Okay. Twenty-seven. But I do need to see what your immunities are. A number of things. Yeah, bleed, death, disease, energy. Da 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 da. Plus two. Da 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 my 27 doesn't pass um no you're instantly dead uh, it does actually yeah DC was 25 pretty good he, so you hand off the briefcase and he goes interesting very well was it some kind of trap or something and he's gone mm. well I'm gonna slap that hoe on the table and pop it open uh, yeah, I you- hold the statue near it. Oh, you know what? You want to open it and hold the statue? What does the statue do near this briefcase? Oh, probably heating up. Probably getting hot in here. Um, you know, yeah, it gets a little, it gets a little warm. Okay, so it's not it's super strong. Yeah I, yeah, I think it would, yeah, it gets a little warm. Okay. Pop it open, Callius. You open it. I'm not the one holding it. I put a hand on the statue and I pop a latch. Okay. Oh, wait, who's opening it? I am with one hand on the statue, one hand on the case. Okay. Uh, you open it, and there's nothing inside. I can see invisible things. There's still nothing inside? Uh, no. Um, but the ma- and the magicalness seems to have uh, transferred over to you, and then it all dissipated, because you saved. I should have made you do real save now. When you so what it you're telling me is we just gave that man our toaster for nothing? Not the for toaster. Nothing. Yeah, he tried to 
From this point forward, we're going with Draystar's method of trade, which is to shoot the guy. Yeah, you got it. Uh, if you want to give me a mysticism to know what he was trying to do, you can. Yeah, sure, if I can. I'll accept. Man. You, you guys aren't going to run into one of them again. Uh, okay. Uh, he was uh, an he was an a, he was an Adiko Daemon. So, guy trying to get my soul? No, but he has an ability where if you unwittingly accept his boon or favor or I or something, you have to make a will save or succumb to a curse of planned obstinance. Obsolescence, which, which gives you like a weird curse where you, as soon as you do something technological, it'll benef- it'll be beneficial and have like a bonus, but for a minute afterwards, all technology has like faultiness to it, so 25% chance of not working or doing something wrong, and you'd be just cursed. So he was just trying to curse you, and then you you freaking rolled a 27. Okay, probably because you're level 17, but meh, fun little. That's why I was reading it, and I was like, "Cursed these nuts." Yeah, I was like, "Interesting. This isn't the combat-heavy one on the table." <laughs> all right, I all walk right. back to the captain's chair, and I got it. Yeah. All right, you guys continue your voyage, heading towards this island, dense or covered in dense fog, and with a little glints of silver in the distance. Um, let me. Do we have any ring of resistances in the inventory? Yeah, we do. Do you want one? Yeah, what level? It's a Mark V, and it also comes with counter spells. Inside of it, we have cast Dispel Magic. That way, if anyone tries to dispel you, it automatically counters it. Is that a plus five? It is. Because I only have a Ring of Resistance Mark I. That sounds like something you'd carry around. Hold Uh, up, hold up. What do you have equipped? The bracers in your plus one? Yeah. Swap that for the five, yeah. Should I put it on my will save? Uh, it goes on whatever your lowest base is. Yeah, my will save is a seven. Yeah, then yeah, we go on your will. And then just know that you have the ring of counter spells, and inside of it is a dispel magic. So when someone tries to pop off a reactive counter to reactive counter your reactive counter, you pop off back. Yeah, and remember, Ethan, you have this free spell reflect just on you for the rest of the of the day. Oh, it's a day. Yeah. Well, you don't know that. You don't know that, but I'm just saying, like, if we go another day, it'll be gone. Um, all right. So, as you guys travel into... I'm assuming you travel into the fog and haze, trying to head towards that glinting fortress. Um, yeah, as let me you travel, my notes. Yeah, as you approach it, it seems to distance itself further away. No matter how far you travel, you don't seem to be gaining any headway. Um, Mrs. Object. Mysticism. What was you guys' mysticisms? Technically, I shouldn't have asked that. I should have let y'all decide. Sick, dude. 31. 30. 30. I should have let y'all figure that out. Uh, you surmise that the gith are warping reality around this island as a defense. And that visitors are simply not allowed to fly in and approach so easily. We'll take the fortress on foot. Okay. Andrew, any other advice before we bow out? He goes, No, I. this is all new to me. Good luck. Wow. Okay. You, you suck. Very helpful. I am the dragon of laziness. He's not wrong. Whew. The perfect overpowered NPC. He believes in doing nothing. Does nothing. <laughs> Doesn't help at all. <laughs> and when he does, it was uh, like two months too late. <laughs> <laughs> 
alright, so you guys land and take it off on foot. Um, technically, your ship is somewhere next to you guys on this map, but you know, you're know you standing it. at the, the edge of the island where you can see land, and you see like a wild forest in the distance. Uh, roll me another d12. Oh, one second. Let me finish my path. I got Any, you. You're yeah, bad. Path. You're in uh, the path right uh, now? Yes. Right. What's the I problem got with that? It was four. Four or nine? Got a foe. Got a foe. Right, and a four. nine. No, we're taking both of them. You want both? Yep. No, absolutely not. Double team it. You want both? That's fine. Let's do it. I signed up for both. Y'all shouldn't have rolled to die. Dude. Give me a second. Why are you trying to get us taken to Pound Town? What is wrong with you? It's not doable. Just give me a second. With consequences. Do it. It's all good. Um. Just so this is clear, everybody has topped off all their points, refilled all their spell slots, etc. Save the one we just popped off on the little rock, right? Yeah. Give me a sec. I'm gonna get some stuff ready for a sec. So y'all, y'all, yeah, y'all make sure your stuff's topped off and anything like that. And now Callius is entering this combat one hand on this golden idol, the other hand on the malediction, or are you holding it something else? I have to have my shield, bro. Uh, he also, doesn't Ooh. he need a doesn't he need a free hand to do spells? Can I no. just like throw it in his uh, belt or something? So you can actually you can hold something in your shield hand, but you cannot wield something. So you can oh. technically select the idol. Okay, then yeah, I got the malediction and the idol in my shield hand. And okay, so you don't you can't take an AO, but it's no biggie. I've never taken AOs, bro, ever. I think you have once, but that's fine. <laughs> All right, here we go. That's the whole reason I didn't get that attack of opportunity amulet or whatever. The thing everyone else did, yeah. It was a feat, I think, actually. Yeah. Your mom's a feat. Your mom has feet. So, do. to lift. Do. You guys walk around wherever you want to be standing when this happens. How about that? I should have had you guys walk first, but, you know, you guys don't know what's going to happen. So, oh, well, I want to be by this yourself. lake because I can only imagine a Maelstrom Lake is a sight to behold. Okay. Yeah, maybe this happens right as you guys landed. Okay. I guess that's fine. That's all good. Um, oh, well, I wanted to be by the lake, but never mind that. I mean, that's what it is. It's a, I mean, it's the shore of the island. I'm at this one. Oh, way up there. Yeah, but it's fine. Oh, it's where's... Fine. Yeah, okay. Everybody's just chilling here at the edge of the island next to the Maelstrom. <laughs> Um, suddenly a, three oozes sort of clamor out of trees these trees at the edge here these dead trees on the shore I would like to identify them and see if they're friendly or foley foley they look hungry are they foliagey is that a mysticism sorry no these aren't foliages around uh, these are it is mysticism oh because cool they are, ex- they are extra planar 43 to ID the folios. They are carnivorous crystals. Ooh, no. Um, you got high enough. They got a blind sense vibration. They're sightless, so they only sense through, through their blind sense. They have an infrasonic him. So I guess you would feel it as, as they sort of... As you guys landed, you probably suddenly felt this like infrasonic sort of ringing in your ears. Humpty's nuts. Um... Immune to cold and electricity, and along with this, the rest of his ooze immunities. 
Um, Alright, sounds good. Vulnerable to bludgeoning and sonic. I know a guy who can pound that. 180 HP, 25 AC, both both are 25. That's probably good enough. They also got a, an ability called Crystallize. I was back that. Which has to do with if they grapple you and you fail a fort save thing, you become staggered, and eventually you become paralyzed and probably die. Turn into a crystal. Oh, dog, I'm down. All right. Roll initiative, because these things look hungry and they're coming for you. That's all there is to it. Oh, now, would you yeah, say they're carnivorous? Maybe. Yes, they are the, They are carnivorous. It was Joe. My bad. Oh, uh, coming up to the top, words. baby. Ooh, 21. Draystar crushing the game. As he always does. One, two, three, four, five. Right. Darflon cowering in fear. Yo, what are you talking about? Dude, your balls are clacking together. You're shaking so bad. Mm-hmm. Clickety-clack. Over here, dude. I don't understand. I don't either. Uh... Yeah, these things dropped out of their trees and are just starting to roll their way and crawl their way towards you guys. Draystar, you're first to pop off. Okay. Can I do my full attack at the start of Yeah. Alright, we're going to try this with deadly aim. Okay. 32, 26, 37. Uh, what do you think? I'm hitting again? the one closest to us, by the way, this one right here. What were the numbers again? 32, 26, and 37. All, right, all, all Sonic. Yeah, all three are going to hit. How much damage? A lot. I got um, you, Jeff. You guys know 180 is how much, so you guys can... I, I got you, Jeff. Don't worry. 195. Yeah, so it takes all three. Did you say they're weak to Sonic, though? Uh, yeah. So what did the first two attacks do? 132. Yeah, so the first two shots kill that one and then okay then uh we'll redirect the second one to the one that's over northeast of us all right so you kill that one and then the last shot deals like 90 94 damage boom boom with that darflon you're up next all right i'm going to charge the one furthest away that draystar has not hit okay and from 10 feet away, I will swing Chindril's end. 25 for 74, 28 for 79. Does it? Now, Chindril's okay. end is not bludgeoning, it's slashing, right? Correct. Are these an aberration by any chance? No, they are oozes. Are they ghosts? Nope. They are oozes. They are oozes. Um, 25 is going to hit 75 damage and 28 is going to hit for 79 damage the ooze is uh, starting to drip and fall apart Alias uh, which one's starting to rip and fall apart? the one Darflon just attacked oh wow okay I mean you guys know there's 180 health so I don't even know what to do to this thing what am I talking about yeah I do yeah, I do. Pound it. You got bludgeoning or sonic? To remind uh, you, I have the Serranian sonic cannon. Remember? Oh, oh we'll yeah. give it to him. Yeah. How far away am I from that thing? About 55. 55, so I need to move up to here. I mean, that's to save you the penalty. But yep. Yeah. 
And I'm yeah, going to try to blast it. Draw anyway. Okay. Give it to him. Put her there. 29 for 32. That's going to hit for a real total of uh, 47, 48. 48. Yep. All right. Is no, it ain't dead yet. It's starting to fall apart too, though. <laughs> hey, where's Ghost Rider at? I don't. Don't let hey, Ignore that. <laughs> okay. Spoilers. I should have done GM layer. I meant to. I didn't think about it. <laughs> Who are All you right. talking about? Don't worry about it. You'll see. Uh, uh, look at the turn order. What do you mean? <laughs> Hard to ignore. Uh, so Photo is going to use a uh, get him on. Uh, just a regular get him on the on this uh, this little goo boy right in front, just to the north of us. Um, and then I'm going to give uh, my boy Deflon a another move action. D Flanagan. D Flanagan. And that will uh, end Photo's turn. All right, Thanatos. Uh, Thanatos is going to attempt to pop off with the chiral graviton pistol on the close one. Nat one. Well, Nat one. Who's that? Speaking of those, I do need to update Charles. Charles. It's boom bowl. Any attack made with your weapon deals energy damage to its wielder. Oh, I nope. This is the one we got last time. Energy dragon out of position you can't make the same attack again for one round well that's fine and then I'm going to singularity cannon no action on uh, the close one if it'll roll oh. uh, I need a reflex save okie dokie take the first one 26 I fail yeah it is he's 27 he gets honked 15 foot um, I Vulnerable to bludgeoning, so. Yep. So that'll uh, be 49. No, yeah. 452. 51. That'd be 45. 51. Oh, are you using the second attack? I thought we were using the first one. It rolled twice. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, first attack. I'll do 15 back. Just. It would be. Know, it'd be 47. Pretty sure it's 51. It's one and a half times 34. What's half of 34 plus 34? Uh, definitely 51. What? That's what math says. 17 plus 34. I guess that makes that okay. But my brain is not working then. Uh, anyway, it didn't matter because it was more than 38. So yeah, you eat that thing and it just shatters into a billion little crystals and showers across the ground. Uh, and I'll walk out some towards uh, Dar. Okay. That's All right, Darflon. You see in the distance a glint of blue and in that blue in the flash you see this humanoid creature riding a flying bike come flying by um i need you to make a reflex save because he is uh possibly running over you oh man et's back with the vengeance he's running over the crystal and he's running over you oh yikes probably so yep yeah, you both fail. Um, as this thing flies by, in this blaze of blue flames, this humanoid with angel with dark angel wings and a chained wailing blade comes flying across both of you, sideswiping you. 
and you both are taking the full 72 bludgeoning and fire damage. And DR applies. Am I not prone by being run over? Tell me yes. Sure, go prone if you want. Perfect. I don't think it's an if you want, but okay. Why are you doing that? I'll make you go prone, I don't care. I would like to try to identify uh, Ghost Rider. Yeah, it's basically Ghost... It, I think it's literally called Angel Rider in Ghost Rider lore. It's literally Ghost Rider with blue flames. Hmm. Uh, 46. What CR does that beat? One and a half. Uh, well, 78. I mean, yeah, 78. So, I don't know. I assume it's a 15 plus, so... Definitely 15 plus. Um, so that gets me... Uh, 15, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, this is appears to be a Exodus angel, but there's something different. The fact that it's like burning, it seems to be more of a uh, fallen Exodus angel. Now, do I Ex- think I could get his sweet rod? Mm, no. Or his chains and whips? Yes. Do they excite it. you? They you do could get his him. weapon. I was he probably could get his weapon, but his 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 ride seems to be tied to him in some way. All right, we got to keep him alive so I can rip his head off and put it on my own. Yeah, uh, an ex that's an Exodus Angel. That's only three five or fifteen above, or not even it's not even fifteen above the DC for the identify. So you only get to know a little bit. That's fine. Uh, the Holy I'm Chariot. Is fine. Yeah, his his chariot is basically Phantom Cycle. It's a special version of it. So it's like his own phantom cycle that you can just summon as a move uh-huh. and hop off as a swift. Um, and it can do its own thing too. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, it's an angel, so it's got some immun- it's got some immunities and DR. And who does he pop off on with his melee attack? Um, Darflon, because the ooze is dead. Oh, I hadn't got to that yet. Because yeah, the the side swipe is just a mm-hmm. single. Plus one. Yeah. Well, this guy seems like a teammate for now. I mean, he killed an ooze. I mean, he blew through that ooze and burned and smacked Darflon and then follows through with a... uh, Because the sideswipe ability gives him a free melee attack as well. Well, basically buds. He, uh... You say that when uh, Darflon, you're suddenly going to see this chained blade come flying across towards your face. Where's my thing at? NTF. Not the face. Starflon, does a 41 get your... The answer is yes. Oh, okay. Indeed. And as he smacks you, he go, he just goes, More denizens of chaos to slay. Slay these nuts. Starflon, you take 77 sonic and slashing. Cool. Uh, DR counts. Yeah. And with that... Uh, the oozes are all dead, so it doesn't matter. They didn't even get a turn. It is round two. Three star. Okay. This does this guy have cover for me I'm right here? He has soft cover because it. No, think I don't think Thanatos is in the way. Um, he's yeah. on top of his bike, so I don't think his bike counts. I'd say he's got soft cover between yeah. Callis and myself, so that'll be a plus two for you because you ignore half. Okay. Yep. I am going to just full attack him. Alright. Oh, you crit. I did crit. Oh, spooky. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Uh, let's see, crit effect would be attack ignores energy resistance and trace energy immunity as resistance 30. Does he have energy resistance? Energy resistance to wait, what is it exactly though? To Sonic. Ignores Sonic. energy resistance. No, no, he doesn't have energy resistance to Sonic. So I guess I would go with nausea instead. Well, I mean, that and was a bonus both. effect. So. Yeah, that was a bonus effect. Yeah. Okay. yeah. If it says boner effect. Nah. So you can do nausea. Which the nauseate, I have to do a fort save. Fort save? 33. I think that passes. It will. Um, but I do. What is it? 17 plus what? It's uh, 10 plus the dex plus half the item. So it's That's 27. So why isn't it just weapon level plus 10? Because your weapon level can vary greatly, and your mod, not as much. Mm, I think it's much simpler to do weapon level plus 10. Yeah. Lots of things are simpler. So yeah, Draystar, you line up a nice shot. Wait, what? Does 25 or 30 hit him? Um, You're already dead. No, nah, I was going to get to that. Um, okay. You line up your first shot, pop off, and you blast off a chunk of his, uh, like his sh- one of his shoulder pads. You know, he's got padded shoulders on his, on his leather coat. And you see some like blue flame spew out. He glares at you, and then you fire off two more shots, and he deflects them with his chain. Another no, your thirty didn't hit him. Being colorful. Double D. Uh, Dark flying. All right, so here's the thing. I wanted to go prone. You can be prone. I don't care. Well, here's the thing. I wanted to do that because I just took Kip up. <laughs> and I wanted to make a sweet, sweet Kip up as a swift action, but I forgot that a swift action counts as part, part of a full action. You have a move from Photo. You do. You could. Oh, Technically, you can Kip take, up. Yeah, I'm going to Kip up and full round this okay. boy in, in swift, swift nature. That is such a waste. Not really. really. I mean, what else I mean, am I going to use my move on? Now he looks super cool, dude. Here. He, he looks, looks cool. so cool. I'm going for style points as I missed three times. Check this out. <laughs> oh, wow, boy. Yeah, I did. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. So I think your first two hit him. You almost double crit, bro. Yeah, I know. That's, that's nards. Uh, kinetic. The target is stunned for one round. Fortitude negates and knocked prone. Well, he's prone either way. Whoa, hold up. Do you want the 5d6 bleed, or do you want the chance at a stun? Uh, 5d6. What does stun do? No actions. Oh, let's... Is your weapon evil? No. Is or it your... evil? Yeah. I didn't know it had an alignment. Yeah, it could. You could have made it unholy. Yeah. No. No, it's it is not unholy. Because yeah. that mattered. I would uh, probably take... Well, I don't think this dude can bleed. I'm going to be honest. So, okay. Yeah. So you're, hold up. Your weapon has the devastating fusion, which means you get two crit effects. You have the anchoring fusion, which is also a crit effect that locks them down where they're at. Yeah. So you get to pick bleed, anchoring, or the card. Choose two. Bleed, anchoring, choose- or the card. No, you get two out of the three. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I would choose anchoring and the stunned because I don't think this dude can bleed. How long is he anchored for? Ever. Let that's, me I don't pull think it that's up. True. Yeah, I would assume it's one round. If it bleeds, we can kill it. Uh, for one d four rounds, they're unable to leave the square. Is that? Does it? Did they have a save for that? 
Uh, no save. Just log down. All right, cool. Yeah, let's do that one because it's a for sure and the bleed because it's for sure. The, right. He may not be. A, he may be immune to bleeding. He may be immune to stunning. Yeah, and he may pass the save anyway. All right, five d six and one d four. Oh my gosh. He yeah, may be immune to anchoring. Two rounds of lockdown. Wow, that was pretty average right there. And 15 additional bleed damage. As you hit him for a total of, what is this, 700 damage? No. It, was a, it was a lot. I mean, it was like... That is 168 for the first one. What it felt like. Three, well, between him and Draystar, you've done like 358. damage. 353, or 273, sorry. I got 258. Oh, then we you slap the bleed on. It's unless bleed. that last one hits. That 24 ain't gonna hit. Right. 24 won't hit, but... Alright then, uh, 258 damage, anchored, bleeding for 15. Yeah, and bleed is he takes damage, that damage on his turn? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 15 bleed. Okay. Uh, yeah, you bring your chindrils in, sword up, and just strike a, a huge gash across this chest tearing open his le- his leather coat and you see flames spew out and then you see like like na- blue napalm kind of bleeding out of him. I light a cigar on his spewing flames. Yeah, you light a little cigar. You take a you, take, you know, you pause the combat. You take, light a cigar. Yeah. Take a good well puff and then and then continue the momentum around and smack him a second time. Guys, this was this was probably my most stylistic turn I've ever had. Oh yeah. I felt like watching Chip up. A lot of cigars spinning around. It felt like it felt like watching Dante and Devil May Cry or something. Um, he did. Your third attack, he catches with his hand and just stares into your eyes. Then and you die. Cackles instantly. and cackles mani- maniacally. I puff a smoke ring at him. Nicely done. Should I hailstorm him or mind thrust him? All I'm saying I- is this dude got a heck of health. I'm gonna tell you that I don't think. I don't know. I would just. I would just mind, mind, because that's more damage, right? Yeah. Yeah. So might as Jeff, well just can I get a will save? Um. Yeah. Give me a d hundred. Oh gosh. No, because you're holding the thing. Because you're holding the thing. Twenty-three. Eight. Twenty-three. Is it gonna explode in my hand and kill me? Yes. You need to make a will save. Of course I do. Yes. 17. Yes. Um, you failed your own save. Your own spell. Um, and but does he, he reflect his spell back? He passed your spell. It wasn't a reflect. Basically, Callius, when you casted your spell, that magic resonated through that idol and it got so hot that it reflect, it, it did the same spell effect to you. Hmm. You mind-thrusted yourself and him. Hmm. So you take 80 psychic damage because you failed cool. your will save. Yes, he, and I am fatigued for one round. He passed and took and has taken. No, I am exhausted for exhausted. one round. Yeah. There's a yin yang to that idol. Yeah, I'm not going to hold it anymore. No, hold it. If you don't, I will. You can hold it for sure. I'll yeah, mount think, it to my breastplate. I was going to say, I think Cam's figured it out now. <laughs> if you roll high, you win. If you roll low, you die. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he took 40 from the psychic and is fatigued for one round. Okay. One round. Photo. Ah, uh, yes. 
<clears throat> I am going to uh, get him, the boy. And then I'm going to roll my eyes with my move action. Solid picks. 16. Anybody wants to take a 16? Not bad at all. Could have taken that for my save on myself. Could have. Too late. I rolled a 5. I rolled nearly a 20. Uh, okay. So Thanatos is going to walk up some more towards him. Uh, ooh, let me get out of the way of Draystar, actually. Uh, singularity cannon him straight up into the air so that he will fall prone off of his bike. Uh, so okay. reflex save me, please. He's also frantic weight, so I need to... Or, yeah, so I need to reduce it. Okay. 28. So I, I pass. If I remember, it was 27. Yeah, it is 27. If it'll ever roll. And, okay, my sheet is just killing me tonight. Um, yeah. I am going to cast uh, slow on him, so I need a uh, will save. On the eight. That will succeed. Okay. His turn! The... Well, well, I guess I did do some damage. I was going to say I didn't do abs- I did absolutely nothing, but half of 33 at least. <laughs> don't forget he's fatigued. I don't know what that means, but it means something. It's like a minus to his stuff. Right. Exhausted means I get a move action and that's it. Right? Um, nope. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Uh, what exactly did Anchor do? He can't he is move. He's unable to move from his position of his own volition. Okay. I will link you the actual text if you want. Uh, I'm, I, I'm looking at it. Okay. okay, it's the fusion, so. Yes, yeah. Okay. Um, he wouldn't do that then. Exhausted as you move at half speed. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. Okay, uh, cool. I was okay. going to read it. I got what he's doing. All right. The... Ex- the fallen angel stares, like I said, he's staring into Darflon's eyes, and then he, he just cackles and goes, I see your sin. I see your misdeeds. You shall all see the, that which is unspeakable. And he starts casting a spell. I'd like to identify it. 41. Uh, that's uh, a sixth level. I hinted at it, uh, unspeakable presence. Mm. What do you guys think? Pop off? I'll pop off. Yeah. I dispel. Do you dispel? Oh, get, re- get ready for it, guys. Let's I see can. what the say. He doesn't have counter dispel. Uh, but it's a matter of him doing He has to do a spell pen. 28. Which I'm pretty sure is exact. Now, if he has an SR, is that what you use? Or does it have to just be based on the spell? Uh, he can't. If he has spell resistance, he can't be targeted by magic. Well, you roll against spell resistance. Yeah. Which yeah I mean, that, that is that is earlier. my like if I'm attacking him with a spell. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you did, and you rolled a thirty-nine. That's why I didn't mention it earlier. That's why I always put it on there. Right. Um, what's the DC for the counter for the for eleven this? plus caster level? So I believe that's exactly it. Uh, the DC, he's he's eighteenth caster level. He's eighteenth. Well, let me re-roll. We can't have that. I will burn a mind of three. Even lower. Oh, there it is. Oh, much higher. 36. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all right. He starts casting unspeakable presence, aiming it to, you know, engulf all of you. 
and then you just eat the full warp, head. Yeah, you just warp reality with your counter spell and give me a d hundred. Yeah, yeah. Now why is this for me? Yeah, why am I d hunting? Because I had a thing where I was like, eh, every like third spell I was gonna do, I was gonna have wild magic happen. Oh, okay, I figured it was just a dispel attempt because the magic, no. magic, pop, pop, boom, boom, it's twelve. I was just like, eh, while you're in the maelstrom, every third spell or so is gonna have a wild magic. Eh, it's nothing happens. The the, the result didn't really mean anything. Oh well, that's a lot down. Unless you want me to go down on the count when it doesn't no, apply. No, I'll reroll. Okay, you can reroll one more time if you want something to happen. Whoa, eighty-four! Wow. Uh, you have this. You have the same feeling uh, Callius has, which is that the next spell on you is spell reflected today. As you dispelled his magic, the magic of his spell, that chaotic energy just kind of coalesced and connected back to you. Kind of swam up the stream of your dispel magic. Your pea stream. Yep. Just like the crabs. It surrounded you, and now you have spell reflecting effect on you. I say pop off. I'm ready. Um... I think that's all he's gonna do. That's all he can really do. Yeah, unless he's got a move action. No, not that really. Is it moving? Uh, Dray Star. Alright, I'm just gonna four round him again. Do it. Oh no. I'm gonna inspiration that. Oh no. Our table. It's broken. Stop it. <sighs> Stop. Okay. None of that. Oh, you crit it. <laughs> nice. Turning them ones to twenties since 2021. Pretty much. So I would just take the second dice, the 70, and add it to your 57 instead of the 59. Who you talking to? You. Uh, it's fine. Uh, Dresar. What a you weird. Saw, you saw attack, or you, you saw uh, Dre, uh, Thanatos, you know, dispel this magic that was forming above all of you, and then you lined up a beautiful little shot pulled the trigger and Darflon you could feel you got locked in eyes watching this this de- this this almost demonic angel staring you down and then suddenly a, a shot goes tearing through the skull of this ghost rider looking being and the flames just pitter out and puff in a big plume of smoke and the body he- just lunches over starts sparking blue sparks plumes of smoke pouring out of the the bullet hole that Draystar just drilled and with that combat has ended I put the head on and I sit down on the bike what do you mean you put his head on I pull his skull off and put it on top of my head you're just wearing it on top of your head yeah, it's like a vertical hole is super large. He's a big old boy. He's a medium-sized creature. His ants just like like prove it. Look at his token. I am made of insects. They crawl inside and fill the the now helmet. So you're now wearing his head. Yeah, I'm wearing the Ghost Rider head. Nice. Can we, can we take a ten? Sure. I am hurt. <laughs> oh, from when your mind blasted yourself. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we'll we'll take ten as I carve his head off and I put it on and I, okay. I try to rev the motorcycle. Yeah, the, as as he died, the motorcycle vanished. No, don't tell me that. I'm sorry, mm. the motorcycle vanished. 
Did you just say the boner cycle? It, yeah, it, it vanished. Will you stop? I said car. motorcycle, and you're just you now you're hey, just saying things. Where the heck did I go? Why is my character no longer on the map, Jeff? He's you're there. Right, you're right next to me. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm right, right there. There I am. My guy just came strolling in from stage right. Okay. Um, but now sadly the motorcycle faded away. Jeff, why you gotta do me like that? Sorry, man. I can't. He doesn't want you to drive around his stage. Such a nice phantom cycle. You could. You really could. I really could. All right. Well. But you do get some nice loot off this guy. I pick up the chained holy warble devastating warbler wailing blade with two high cap bats. A heavily modified uh, melee weapon. Quite insane. And then you guys take a little rest. If you want to spend an RP to get your SP back, go on ahead. I did, don't you worry. Yo, Dar, how hard's your uh, Chindral's End hit? It Chindral's is uh, a D12, 12D8, 8D10. Oh, that's a toughie. What is that? Average of... 15D6. Yikes. Yeah, do the quick, dirty... The uh, average will be higher. Yeah, yeah. Could be forty something. So yeah, the chained whip or the chained uh, blade will be better. Mm. If you're willing to give up Gingers End, you could pick up the holy unholy. This is a holy weapon. This guy seems straight up evil. No, he was still holy. He was a fallen angel. He was still doing holy things. Oh, just a little warped. He was normal. doing holy things on his own. On his own. A uh, normal Exodus angel, what you wouldn't see out here. A normal Exodus angel are right. basically assigned to help guide like colonists and help protect people and help them develop homes and things. Uh, y'all never really got... We never really talked to this guy, so something led to him being a fallen angel. Well, he sure didn't seem like he wanted to chat. Yeah, he it seems like he hated everything. I mean, he called you guys denizens of the mil- of chaos. So he just hates this place. It corrupted him. He's gonna hate, hey, 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 hey. Okay, so I personally like the fusions on your weapon better. Well, I could, I could really have both. Still. Oh no, that's an idea. <laughs> Man. Because I still have the Gret Dragon Glaive. That's like my secondary. I could just, you know. Right. Yeah, no. Kind of like kick rocks and grab get, the... get rid of the dragon glaive. Pick up this 15d6 weapon and have yeah. Chindrils as your backup. Because I also got a, uh, with my latest uh, soldier level up, uh, if I go into my frenzy rage thing that I'd like never do, but if I were to do that, and whenever I. Uh, miss an attack when I'm frenzied. If as long as I didn't crit fail, I can use a resolve point to automatically uh-huh. hit. It just hey, does. Let me ask you something. It Why do minimum. you never use that? Because I forget and I don't want to figure out what it actually does to me. Because I never made a button that did the stuff. Anyway, um, it only deals minimum damage. But with that 15 d6, that's good. It's minimum. 15 that's damage. Good minimum. Yeah. You get you one of them D4 weapons, though. It wouldn't be yeah. just 15. It'd be 15 plus his stuff. Right. Yeah, exactly. So it'd be 15 plus 
17 plus his strength. Fun fact, this bad boy is a one-hander. Your current is a two. Oh. Yep. Chindrels is a two. Chindrels is a two. Mmm, I'm liking this. More it's a beefy sword for a beefy boy. I'm yep. a beefy boy. They call me beefy. Beefy boy. Beef. Like, yep, okay. <laughs> and on that note, uh... <laughs> I assume we can't collect any good crystals that are not carnivorous because they're dead. Yeah, I mean, it's scattered into crystals. I don't know what else to tell you. It's crystal. They right, don't have I anything in off. them. No, they don't have anything in them. Check their stats. Um, okay, yeah, you guys, after 10 minutes of resting and whatnot, uh, you guys start heading towards you know, this glinting fortress in the distance. And... We'll say two hours walking. After about two hours, you guys get to this giant staircase made of golden brick, and you ascend those that staircase till you come to a giant door. Whoops! There should be a wall there. How big that door is? This big door. You can't see. You aren't supposed to see. There you go. Now you see. Big door. So big. like the these look like the dragon people from Baldur's Gate. I mean, you're not wrong at all. Are these are these <laughs> whatever you just correct? <laughs> is that what they are? <laughs> I mean, that's what the I think if I remember, those are the gift. That's what these are. So you're not wrong. I think <laughs> these might be even the exact. There's not a lot of art of gith, so yeah, yeah. Whoa, they're what, massive. What did you call these people? Yeah, you're right. The gith. No, Ethan from Baldur's Gate. The the dragon rider people. Yeah, that's the word. Um, you come to a gate to this fortress. You see two guards. Um, you've actually no one's ever met a gith, so you guys have never met these things, these this species before. Um, but you basically see the yellow skinned, sort of lanky, kind of kind of thin, humanoid, yellow skinned elfin elven pointed ears, but uh very flat noses and you see two standing in front of this gate wearing I, wearing armor and I need you all to just make a will save immediately I am so confused what? I thought we were here for crunk daddy quag oh we're here because of the enemy of my enemy yeah so we're helping quag no these people want to wreck quag so we're gonna get these people to wreck Quag with us. To help us wreck Quag. Exactly. Yes. 13. Wow, wow my saves are just you atrocious. Learned, you guys learned this back at the... Uh, remember the creepy place that was on a random little moon that somebody... People were constantly mind-controlled. and Yeah, with the mirrors. Which yeah. we still have some of. Wow. That's where y'all got that helmet of the gith. Do we all have to do it? Yeah. Yeah, you all oh. got a wheel save. My bad. Yeah, come on, man. Good thing I took that iron wheel, baby. Uh, look at that. That did not help you. 19. Shut up. What is, what is happening to us, Jeff? And yeah, is it what, something that I can What kind of effect delay. is dispellable, etc.? That is true. You two have this spell reflecting effect on you. If you so technically, y'all don't have to save. Oh, money. Is it have to or get to? Because it auto-reflects. I think it auto-reflects. Well, ignore my 20, which so. is probably higher, but anyway, it's going to pop off back at him. Yeah. 
So why did I just pop back? Boner. Um, yeah, so... Well, it could have been it, detect thoughts. It could have been anything. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, that's kind of what it is. It's kind of like detect thoughts. Well, do I... What thoughts do I detect from them? Mm. Unless they save. How exactly... Yeah, how exactly does that spell work so I can get the... Is it an area of effect spell? How are they detecting everybody's thoughts? Yeah, you're in their domain, so... Have you ever heard of spamming it? Yeah, whatever. Alright, surface level, second sense. You just pound it repeatedly. Yeah, uh, from the Oh, you just detect it. First round is detecting presences. Okay. But this isn't a consensual pounding, and I don't know if you know this, but that is frowned upon. Yeah. Uh... You actually, Callius and Thanatos, y'all both detect different individuals off inside this fortress. You just detect the presence of thoughts coming from like hundreds and hundreds of feet away. That spell goes that far? And normally no. Oh, snap. Dude, but not only did like it reflect it, it magnified it. Yeah, like I said, this is their domain. So I'm kind of playing loosey-goosey with the rules on what they can do. Cracker Jacks. Alright, let's hit it. Uh, everybody else who failed to roll a save because for whatever reason you didn't want to, yeah. uh, they detect your thoughts. Yeah, so Photo... This is only the first round though, technically. Okay, never mind. I was going to say Photo passed, technically. Aha! Trey started too. Mm. Uh, uh, I assume Darflon failed because he didn't roll yet. Alright, moving on. Yeah, just two guards look at you guys and go are you friend or foe absolutely friendly please help us are you friend or foe whoa don't show your hand you have come he's the friendliest person I've ever heard I mean they yeah they would believe you you bluffed that little lie like help me that's only Uh, 53 oh if it's diplomacy I can I can help as well one of the guards goes, The elders informed us of your arrival. Dude, we are so insignificant when it comes to these freaking creatures. No, why would they have warned them to our arrival for insignificant? No, that's like what I'm saying is they have feelers out literally everywhere. Them them and the Serranians are doing everything in our realm. That's why we're here. Mm-hmm. Um the guards are gonna kill them and take their feelers. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let me look at that spell again to make sure I'm doing things right. Okay. Um, they go. If you are a friend and you wish to commune and learn, we will welcome you. But may we know your names, your designation. My name is Bajorn Shinglewood. <laughs> nice. Are you gonna roll um, another max bluff over there? Oh, um, yeah, if you want that. Alfred I Hancock. Bagorn Shinglewood. Uh, Alfred 45. Hancock. 33. And where do you all hail from? Over yonder. What plane? Good answer. Thank you, thank you. The yonder plane. The material. Very well. <gasps> Did my diplomacy do anything? No. I mean, it, yeah. It got us not killed as fast. Yeah, you rolled a 50. Talking well, to it. Well, it was also a 47 plus 8. 
Yeah. Uh, plus 11. So it was a 61. Yeah. We need to talk to your elders. Take we me need to your guidance. The elders said you may be friendly. So you may enter. Come Yay. with us. We will take you to the elders' council. Yeah. Perfect. So, sorry, you never told me what to call you. We are Gith. Alright, so Githy. Githerton. So you you both share the same name? We are Gith. Githopotamus. I'm going to call you Voldemort. Hold up. Voldemort. You all share the same name? We are all Gith. We have each- our own private designations. Okay, what's your private designation? We are not that close yet. It's my pants. Dude, just show me your private. <laughs> All I want is your IP. <laughs> okay. All I Give want. Me your IP and your your numbers. Social. Social and. All right. Give me a sec. Uh, I don't have a map for the whole freaking fortress, but uh, we're gonna do some, nothing less. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna do some. Ch- ch- let me do some exposition again. Um, uh, so, like I said, oh yeah, uh, dark red hair. Another funny note is they all have darker red hair. I forgot to say that a while ago. Um, So, as you guys cross the door, these giant doors suddenly just warp out of reality, basically. You guys walk in and they warp back. Um, As you guys walk through the fortress, you see dozens of of these gith individuals doing various tasks, from reading books, practicing magic watching you guys preparing food I mean they're they're doing everything to kind of run a little this little commune of individuals there's a couple having an orgy in the corner yeah it's behind all blurry closed doors yeah. Yeah, it's all, yeah it's behind a blurry door um eventually the guards lead you guys into a library of sorts oh past sorry past a library of sorts in a courtyard with a few of these gith practicing magic and up to a central structure that seems to be the power that you guys have seen gleaning from so far away at the center of this fortress. Wow. Through its doors um, let me grab some of you. So while we're on our transit here as we pass the library I want to be like yo gith and wait and see which one responds. Um, the there's a male and a female that's escorting you guys. The female looks back and goes, "What do you inquire?" No, I was talking to the other gith. What do you inquire? Uh, y'all got any books on lichdom? Ooh. We contain knowledge of many practices. Some consider unnatural. Yo, can you make me a sweet action lich daddy? Yeah, can I put my name on the list of would like to visit the library? You have said many abilities some consider unnatural. Have you ever heard of the Gith Plagueis? <laughs> the what? Is this making, the, is this the tragedy a, of Gith Plagueis the yeah, Wise? Yeah, I was making a Star Wars joke. Um, but yeah, he's like we, you know, he says yeah, we have books on just about everything. All right, I I'd like to come back here when we Do get back. Do you have books on the Gawk Daddy of the Gawkerton? gotta get that if you're referring to the material plane specifically we only send out uh, what's the word Uh, what is the word no not feelers 
Five, I see five, something. Five, yeah, I guess five. Out we of only my s- peripheral vision in this room. We're not there yet. Hang on. And in the most least threatening way that I absolutely can, you're thinking like childhood excitement on Christmas morning kind well, of giddy. You could have waited. I take off sprinting to this rug. You could have waited, but okay. Yeah, you guys enter this nice. large building and have suddenly been. It suddenly feels as if you're at the top of this tower. And in this room, there's some more bookshelves and books, and there's a good near dozen other gith sort of looking at books or sitting in next to camp. Next to not campfires, next to uh, some fireplaces. Real homey looking. Um, and yes, there are two rugs, and Callius runs off ahead and starts caressing and cuddling with the rug on the floor. I'm like laying face down in the rug. It's it's very soft. Oh, as old yeah. as it looks, it's very soft, but it does smell of feet. Because mm. mm-hmm. you uh, you open your eyes, and as you see, there's two gifts sitting on the couch in front of you. Uh, they're barefoot. So mm. Everybody here is barefoot. If a rug does not smell like feet, it, has not really been in a rug? A, it hasn't been in a home. Um, beyond Callius and over that couch in the back of this room, there's a round table with six gith. These gith appear to be much older than everyone else here. They got that whole ancient master, you know, double braided gray beard and a bald head. And Now, would you say they look identical? That's because I don't have, like I said, there's not a lot of art of gith, so... Right. I get up from my childhood. They do. Look, I would say, you know what? We could. Now, yeah, they do probably look pretty identical. I mean, we're talking about a race of people who seem to have been here forever. So, I mean, there's going to be a lot of inbreeding. I bow to them after you, I come out of my childhood wonder about this rug. Now, did you say you get up or you gith up? I gith up. <laughs> Nicely done. Oh, God. Um, But, uh, yeah, as you guys approach this round table with six elderly-looking gith, uh, they seem to... They don't seem to even open their mouths, but you feel this booming voice linger through the air and strike your ears and your mind that says, Come and sit. Give me a will save. Hmm. All of us? Yeah. I have rolled above a 10 on my will save. 26, baby. Solid 32. I got now one. All right. Alias and Thanatos, this was the uh, spell command. So, Alias and Thanatos, you guys, you follow those two commands. I think it's technically greater command because two commands. But now. I came. Nice. Now, I have been uh, violated mentally, and I'm not a fan of that, so I'm about to pop off on every one of these. Oh, good. Yeah. Or not, but you can later. Uh, not yet, because you haven't came up there to them yet. Uh, Thanatos and Callius, you walk right up next to that, that round table, and you sit on the floor. You sit on your knees, so you're, you're crouched or prone or whatever. Crisscross applesauce. I then uh, stand up and draw a gun. Pepperoni pizza. Nice. That's good. Just kill the enemy of our enemy who is now our friend and an ancient race and get us all nuked to pieces in their realm. Probably. Uh, 
They could have practiced one of them, decency. They did not. One of them raises his hand and says, Please wait before beginning hostilities. You started it. One of the other ones goes, He has a point. We don't would, have many visitors. You, I would like to stand back up, if possible. Yeah, you can stand up. Uh, you are the first to travel here since the gap. And that's how you greet us? One of them goes, I... I didn't know what our protocol was for this. And the other one, like, kind of bickers at him for a second. Mm. I rolled a two. All right. Let's keep this brief. Make this quick. And I've the other one tried my looks patience. over at you guys and goes, Since you're here and you've lowered your pistol, why us? Why did you seek us out? Okay. Long story short, uh... One of the other ones that had cast that command spell on you guys, he uh, he goes, "Oh, I do recognize you all. They yeah, are the ones you were the one popping off through the mirror. They're the ones that interact with our spies." Told you. Here's here's the here's the spark notes, and I can't add SP to that because it's already there. Um, there is this Serranian dude running around causing a whole bunch of trouble. Killed one of our crew members, kidnapped a kid from our ship because we were basically an inconvenience to him in some ways. Uh, we figured the enemy of my enemy is my friend and decided to seek you guys out to help us destroy him. That's the quick and dirty rundown. He goes, very. This is a very interesting development. Aren't you guys freedom fighters or something? His name is Quakozak, just FYI. I don't know if you guys have history with him, but... Is this Quakozak Serranian, you say? Yeah, he, he was a dragonkin to begin with. And a human. And a human. Does he possess four or six tendrils? Uh, whatever the bigger number is. Uh, four and six, so six. Uh, like the worst way to put that. What a, whatever the bigger number is. It's I'll like give you two. Um, I don't know how you can do math, here, but I don't know. Uh, uh, put the goes, ball back in their court. I'm, t- I'm done with them already. Are you kidding me? He goes, interesting. Another one goes, so a noble has surfaced. Yes, indeed, a noble has surfaced. Will they be able to handle it? Possibly. Very possibly. Okay, we don't want to just handle it. We want to cut them off, and we want to eat them and gain their power. So, you want to cut off what? his chindrels? Yep. You and then to... we're going to calamari him, and then we're going to gain his power. So I don't think that's... A... Is that how that works? You go, I don't know. One Let's of them, see. Is that how that one works? Of them, uh, no, one of them then go, looks at you guys and goes, Do you know what exactly the Serranians are? Do you know what we, the Gith, are? You're the Gith, they're the Serranians. What more is there? No, we didn't even know that we were doing anything to inconvenience this man until we nuked one of his guys trying to uh, change people. Because then if you are willing, please allow us to give you this knowledge and wield it how you see fit. I really don't want you in my mind again, but I guess I'll let it slide. I got oh, it. think about how many mind pops we do. Um, yeah, but these guys are dirty and old. With two beard. Yeah. Mine, we're doing a mind poppy thing, you know. So the popper you can tongue. you can do a will save if you don't want it, or you can just let it happen. Let it happen. Anybody want a will save out of it? No. 
I need all the knowledge because knowledge is power. Okay. Yeah, I guess allow it to happen. Okay. I mean, you can totally say no, and we'll that no, can, I, I had I that planned. Save. I will save. Okay. Photo succeeds on the will save. All right. Uh, ignorance is bliss, is really. Yeah. The <laughs> gift. The gift looks at uh, photo and goes. I just give not, finger guns. <laughs> do you not wish to oppose the Serenians? I don't need to know whatever Very you're well. about to teach me in order to chip, whip up on some gingrels. Uh, photo, do you? All right. Well, I guess this is for the whole party since everyone else is fail or actively failing. I need to know, except for photo. Photo doesn't have to answer. Everybody else has to answer. Um. I need to know what is your true intention against the Serenian as your character. Oh, uh, they know my and intention. You can, and if you don't want to say it out loud, you can whisper it to me. Uh, Photo, you can whisper to me what you want them to think your true intention is. My true intention is to curb stomp a hole into Quakozak's face. Yeah. This my is basically true anybody intention. who wants to tell me what their real intention is. Yeah, my that's what the gift real intention learn. is to just not die. <laughs> Mine is to curb stomp plus steal their power. Yeah. Like the moment he invaded our ship and violated all of us was the moment I knew I needed to murder him. Draystar's true intention is to kill him and steal their most advanced technology. Okay. And Photo told me what he wants them to think his intention is, and uh, that's funny. (laughs) I bet you it's mate with him. Uh, <laughs> something like that. Um, so, all right. Now a big lore dump. You guys ready? We're gonna finally learn the. Re- I'm gonna cement in lo- in our lore what Serenians are. That's a, that's also kind of my intention, Jeff. By the way. Okay. I'll, I it'll come up in a minute. Um, you guys see flashes of memories and thoughts and all this stuff. And here's the gist: uh, the Serenians are a species beyond the outer sphere, beyond the abyss in a realm of unspeakable horror and and unshapeable realities. They are a virus on civilization. They once had an empire spanning the stars, or they one day will have an empire spanning the stars. It's unclear. Ruled by an ancient god from their realm beyond all known uh, realities. We, the Gith, were the first of their slaves, workforce, and cattle. We broke free. We escaped to this plane, this maelstrom. Sadly, the gap has removed most of their, most of our memories of recent past, but we do know we used to aid society from the shadows to stop the Serenians from advancing. Once the gap ended, and their god was gone, and they alone numbered too few, so they, the Serenians, used their powers to wipe the mem. Wait, they used their powers. It seems like that when the gap ended, there was enough power left in them to wipe the memory of them from all the other races in the cluster, so that they would be long forgotten and treated as sort of an ancient history instead of a uh, recent one. Mm. And from our lore, when I wrote the lore of the the Artemis cluster, our normal pack world races didn't arrive until like a hundred, like a fifty years after the gap or something. So this is that whole mind wiping thing mem- or that memory wiping thing happened to only like the Kaber and the Gokurok and the Malorians. So when all the pack world races showed up, they started they 
thought that the Serenians were just some ancient species that died off. Mm. Even though the, you technically shouldn't remember anything anyway because of the gap. But Do they happen to know what caused the gap? Uh, the Gith? No. no. Nobody's supposed to know. Yeah, no. Just Nobody knows. Um, and that, uh, to continue, so because of this sort of mind wiping they did across the cluster before they retreated to the caves and dark corners of the of the cluster and galaxy almost um, the you guys all hear hear them ask you guys uh, where exactly or yeah where exactly does it seem that the Seranians reside but they say something in in Aklo that for, for Serenian. They say Elithid instead of Serenian. Oh. Yep. I finally dropped the word Elithid. Wizards of the Coast are going to be mad at me. Wizards is going to come sue us. No. Um, the Serenians, to continue, uh, the Serenians operate sort of off of a central leader, what is known as an elder mind or an elder brain, sort of a final form of these Serenians. The Serenians kind of go through a metamorphosis in the sense of like a tadpole to a frog. They they literally start as tadpole-looking species, and then they infect a host, and there's a chance that that host becomes a Seranian. And then that Seranian... Most Seranians are just run-of-the-mill, but it seems this this uh, Quikozak is an advanced form called a noble Seranian. One day, he too would mold into an elder mind. And the way this central leader works is it's all sort of a hive mind and i had this i have this whole example this nice little analogy um imagine a river and a river and de- a river delta sort of spanning out to sea right so it breaks off into tiny little creeks little small rivers right at the top of that river there's a boathouse stretching across the whole waterway and a little boat goes out and it pokes and picks up rocks down all those little rivers that boat is the elder mind. All the rocks are Seranians. So the boat, the the elder mind can manipulate and control the Seranians in its colony, but it can't control all of them simultaneously. So they all operate independently unless he intervenes. But down one of these deltas, you see a you see another boathouse form, and a boat starts going down its little river of deltas and branch little river branches. The boat up ahead can't get past that that new boathouse. That new boathouse is Quakozak. So Quakozak basically formed in this colony of Seranians and broke off and is starting his own colony. That's why he's wrecking all of the worlds or whatever. Because he's trying to make his own colony. Because he's freaking lonely. Yeah, in this analogy... Who, whatever's in the boat, checking, you know, interacting with the rocks and Seranians in its rivers, it goes off into the woods and grabs more rocks and more, basically, Seranians and can kind of build its colony up. Okay, so the elder brain controls them, but also the noble can control them? Yeah, but the noble cannot be controlled by the elder brain, and the elder brain cannot control the ones that the noble, noble controls. controls. Okay. That's why I tried to do this analogy of like a boathouse stretching across a river. The boat so, up ahead can't cross the boathouse that's there now. Right. So. so an elder brain cannot control a noble, but a noble 
could control an old elder brain? No. Or neither can control the other? Neither control the other. Okay. Basically, a colony starts out as just a Koikozek of sorts, you know, a noble. And then that right, noble... eventually turns that into noble, an elder brain. Yeah, that noble eventually sets up a nice spot, nice little hive home, and then it transforms into an elder mind, or elder brain. And then the colony slowly adds to its numbers... And then eventually, in those numbers that get added, a new noble is born. And that noble okay. leaves and takes some of the colony, some of the Serenians with it. Okay, how long until the noble turns into a brain? Because it seems to me like the best opportunity to strike would be when Quag is turning into Quag with crevices and stuff. Or he might be a smooth brain. No, uh, that would not be beneficial. A... Elder Mind is the strongest it can that you know, Serenian can be. But during the transition, wouldn't that be a weak spot? Not really, because it's not like a. I wouldn't say it's something like that. I wouldn't say that it's a weak time or anything. It's just it just sets up shop, and Quakozek would stop, you know, expanding on his own, and he would just sit. In you guys see like a flash of like a big pool of liquid. And you you guys see like a time lapse of a Serenian just kind of floating in the liquid, and eventually that Serenian just morphs and turns into a giant brain. Interesting. But it's never like stops being who it is. So mm. you would you would either fight the noble, or you'd be fighting the elder brain. And the elder brain can basically has so much psychic power it can warp reality around it. Gotcha. So. Wait, so it's not like walk up, transform. It's like slowly no. decay into just a brain. Yep. Okay. Um, but yeah, the Gith, um, the Gith uh, kind of end off with them guys. They kind of look at you guys and go, we've also seen your memories of this Kozak. He is not powerful enough to warrant our involvement, but Whoa. it appears that he, sorry, it appears that you five are more than capable once we provide you with no, the No, there's six of us. I only see five. Okay. What? There's only five of you. There's Ghost. Yeah. He's not in here, though. Ghost. I forgot about that guy. <laughs> um, so did they, apparently. Yeah, he goes, Here we can warp reality, and time can suit our goals. You may study and train here. And grow ready to face Quake Kozak. Uh, I'm gonna hit them books. I'm gonna figure out how to become a lich. Yeah, I I'm assume also you guys figure out how to steal his power. Yeah, I'm gonna. F- I figure you guys want to do this, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, we're gonna end it here, guys, because Ugh. guess what's gonna happen? You guys are gonna spend however long it takes to train and practice and prepare yourselves for this oh, battle. Oh wow! And that's cool. Uh, next session, y'all are level 20. Whoa! Um, That's a big deal, bro. I don't know why you wasted time leveling up 17. Yeah, well, you did for the two combats. So, yeah. That's freaking huge, Jeff. I want us to have a couple of sessions of you guys going crazy with level 20 powers and stuff. And don't think that you're... The Envoy 20 is, like, not great. (laughs) Yeah, oh I yeah, I High Envoy is a bit of a letdown. It's I looked like at everybody's the stuff. most letdown. <laughs> yeah, you guys 
basically stay here and they help train and prepare you guys and they can also forge weaponry and equipment. Mm-hmm. And the way this is going to work mm-hmm. is everybody is getting five items. What? One what? has to be one must be an armor, one must be a weapon, and two cannot be an armor or a weapon, which gives a fifth one that can be whatever. Jeff is making us go nuts, boys. This is going to be crazy. Yeah. We got, you know, when I was Lucas. forming this campaign, I was like, we might make it to 15. But then we've kind of reached sort of a halfway point. I was like, ah, if, I go well. to, if we just go to 20, just, just put y'all at 20 and then let y'all play these last few sessions at full power and just wreck. Oh, uh, this is going to be fun, guys. So yeah, guys. Next session. Um, you guys are going to go after, I think your only lead, to remind you, your only lead is that Toshido meets a Serenian in Aura Prime somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's y'all's lead. But we still got Toshido. True. We yeah, still, have still have Tosh. Him. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he can lead you guys to that location that he meets. Well, we should probably, and we can discuss this later, just whenever he's going to set up that next meeting, we just tag along. He's going to go about his day as usual, but we're going to be there. We're going to be there. You're going to be there. Mm-hmm. We're going to be there. We're going to be there. And you're going to be, we're going to be there. I was going to say square, but I was trying to think of a word that rhymes and also could mean like 20, but 20. We're going to be there and be bears. Nice. Yeah, you could. You got, y'all, got, maybe, y'all got three levels to go up right now. We'll so. sit in chairs. Barry's nuts. Okay. Uh, All right, yeah, guys. That'll be it for our little Maelstrom funds for the moment. Dude, the wild magic thing was cool, Jeff. And I'm still going to carry around this uh, idol. You just said you're not. Mm, I've got it too. Hey guys, Ethan here, also known as Callius. Thanks for listening to our podcast and please rate and review us.